Hey, I'm Joey Klein, and I train high achievers in the art and science of personal mastery. We define a high achiever as anyone who wants to better their life and is willing to take action toward making that happen. If you're listening right now, that's clearly you. My show will deliver tips on how to tune up the four key areas of your life, relationship, body health, career money, and inner experience. I'm here to train you to live a life you love, and so let's make it happen. In this session, we're going to you know, start really talking about, all right, now that we have a framework, as we've talked about in previous sessions, uh, what do we do to start training intuition so that it becomes this, this amazing tool that we can leverage to bridge the gap to who we want to become and what we want to create in our life, right? Like literally bridge the gap to, to anything that, that is important to you. And, and that's, a, that's a key word, uh, important to you, relative to creation and, and part of how we start training intuition. And so, you know, just a quick reminder, right? Intuition uh, does not tell you what it is you wanna create. You've gotta do that job. You've gotta give the right framework or, or present the right framework in order to leverage intuition to produce the outcomes for yourself and your life that, that you aspire to create, right? So uh, that means You've got to define what you want and get clear on the outcome result that you want to aspire to. Uh, number two, uh, it's not gut feeling, emotional pattern, or a magical force, right? It's a higher brain function that when you give uh, the brain and your psyche, your unconscious self, the right information uh, in the right quantity uh, with the right uh, focus and, and framework being maintained, It'll go to work on your behalf and it's gonna figure out uh, the puzzle and, and essentially what are the things that need to happen to go from where you want to the outcome that you want to achieve. And intuition will be in the driver's seat ensuring that these outcomes become the future and the reality of your life, okay? And so let's, let's dive into how do we start training it. So first those frameworks have to be in place. If those frameworks aren't in place, then you know, a couple of these training tools that we're gonna cover in this session are, are essentially not gonna be effective. You gotta go back and make sure that framework is on point. And if you're like, what framework? Go to the previous sessions and check them out because we, we kind of gave you that overview. Um, or just come to Power of Intuition and do the weekend and we, we, can, we can get it all dialed there, right? And so the two elements, uh, two elements that are really important in order to you know, give intuition those raw materials that it needs so your higher brain function can do the job of bridging the gap is number one, we've got to not only define emotional importance, but we've got to reiterate it consistently until the outcome happens. And then we've got to continue to reinforce it so, the, so that we maintain the result, so we, so we hold the result. And so here, here's some examples of how sometimes emotional importance is defined on people's behalf and intuition starts working on their behalf because they accidentally put these elements into place, right? Which is part of how I kind of got obsessed about, you know, understanding this process of intuition and how it creates on people's behalf. And so when you look at, at transformation, as, I, as I'm known for saying, you know, it's an instantaneous moment. You know, transformation really does happen in an instant and then it unfolds over time, right? And so maybe you've gone to a doctor's appointment or you've had a friend who's gone to a doctor's appointment or something like this and they go, oh, you're, 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 you're pre-diabetic and here's, what, here's what's coming for you, right? 
and you know they, they understand the rapid decline in their health that's about to happen. And for some reason, and it doesn't mean this is going to strike everybody, because some people get this message from like their doctor, their physician, and they go, well, I seem to be fine now, and no emotional impact happens. But then other people get this message, and they think about the decline in their life and what they're not going to be able to do with their children in the future and how they're not maybe going to see their grandkids and you know how they might end up in a wheelchair and how they're going to have to you know jab themselves with needles and energy and that and they start understanding what it really means relative to the life that they're not going to get to live and man there's just an emotional impact right it just it just strikes them and they go i have to do something about my health and then all of a sudden they focus on health and vitality and optimal health and the way that they, they want to be and getting on track and they make that uh, a focus, right? They clearly name and define what they want and then all of a sudden they start, they start obsessing about it partly because of the fear of what they don't want to answer to but then they think about, man, I'll be there for my grandkids and I'll be able to live a much longer life and I'll have much more fulfillment in my life if I, if I accomplish this outcome and then boom, emotional importance is now established and that emotional importance is the driving force that motivates the action toward the outcome. But more important, it's that emotional impact, the emotional intensity that tells the brain and the higher brain functions responsible for intuition what its job is and what needs to go from the unconscious self into the conscious self. And it starts to define that emotional importance is what defines what we need to pay attention to in our environment, what we must start to seek out that's going to be relative to or the context of the outcome that we're aspiring to create, right? Um, so it's like emotional importance can be established on our behalf and occasionally it works out for us. Majority of the time when emotional importance is established on our behalf and we don't realize that it's happening, it tends to work against us, right? So like a lot of times, you know, people go, oh man, I'm inspired and I want to make a lot of money and they take some risks and they start investing dollars and they lose their money. And then they go, oh my God, I'm, I'm afraid of investing and I failed and I lost all this money. And then all of a sudden emotional importance, you know, gets us focused on saving or, or trying to eliminate debt. And that becomes what, what, our, what our focus is or the outcome is we pay attention to. And then all of a sudden we're not producing wealth and actually we, we create more debt in, inadvertently and we struggle financially because emotional importance got established on our behalf through an event in life like, like a bad investment you know, that happened and so we don't want to feel that pain again or sometimes we, we take on emotional importance from you know, our environment, people who are well-meaning around us and we take on their, their emotional patterns around money, finance as an example, that accidentally define emotional importance and then you know, our, our expectation of the outcome of finances that we're going to aspire to, and now all of a sudden we, we misfire because of emotional importance. So what I, what I invite you to do is once you name what it is you want, align emotional importance with that, and, and you can do it by starting to ask two questions with, with consistency. Number one, and the keyword here is imperative. Why is it imperative that I produce this outcome? Why is it imperative that I produce this outcome in two directions? Why is it imperative? for the increased quality of life that I'm going to know, like what am I going to get to know and have if I create this, this outcome? And if you're naming the things that are, are you know, the quote-unquote positive or affirmative reasons as why you should create that, you got to check in as you're naming those things, right? 
Like if, if it's health and vibrancy, it's like, hey, I'll be able to mountain bike and enjoy the activities I love doing for the rest of my life. And I'll have the energy to, to be there with my grandkids and play with them and you know, do their activities and watch them in their sports. And I'll be able to travel and, and, and like make sure when you kind of pause and take a moment that you feel an emotion there, that, it, that it, you feel passion, you feel inspired, you feel excited, you feel lit up inside. If, if you don't feel anything, then emotional importance is not being established. And so make sure that as you're naming the things, like, hey, why is it imperative that I create this so that I, get, so th so that I will know these positive things in my life? Well, what are those positive things that you'll get to know if you create that outcome? And then ask the question on the other side of it. What are the negative things that I'll avoid if I create this in my life? And, you know, like the, the diabetes example I gave you. It's like, hey, I'll avoid a wheelchair. I'll, I'll avoid a shortening of life, not being there for my kids, missing out. Uh, a lot of pain and discomfort in the body will be avoided. And then same thing, when you're naming the things that, that you're going to avoid, look inside, pay attention, and man, do I feel a need, a must, a conviction uh, maybe even a fear around not, those things not happening. And so, you know, that question is how you establish emotional importance and link it and tie it to the outcome that you aspire to, that you want intuition to start paying attention to and, and supporting, uh, you know, on your behalf to create. And so, again, that question is, why is it imperative that I produce this outcome? What are the positive affirmational things that I'll get to know and realize if it happens, and what are the negative and, and contracting painful things that I'll avoid, and be willing to be in and, and re-acknowledge uh, re that conversation with yourself on a regular basis. And then step two, focus, is as simple as rename your vision on a daily basis. Yes, I said daily basis. Matter of fact, it's better if you think about the outcome you want to achieve three times a day, five times a day, ten times a day, because when you think about it, when you decide you want something, you obsess about it in, in some way, right? And it is that consistent focus and obsession that tells intuition that this needs to be paid attention to, right? When you are starting to think about the process of buying a new car, you don't go, oh, like I'm gonna think about it for five minutes. You see cars all day long. You start telling people the cars you're interested in. You think about it a lot up until the moment you purchase it and then it's, it's done and now you go on to focusing on something else. So obsess about the life you're creating as though it's gonna happen and make sure you're as committed with your focus on the life you're designing as we get around those shorter term events, right? When you're looking to plan a vacation, you're searching the web, you're, you're really thinking about it a lot with consistency day after day after day after day after day. So that's the key with focus is acknowledge and re-acknowledge yourself that which you're aspiring to and what you want to create a minimum once a day. At the beginning of every day, put your focus on the outcome that you want to achieve. And then number two, re-acknowledge at least once a day, affirm and acknowledge why is it imperative that I create that outcome, right? What are the benefits that I'm going to get to know? What are the positive reasons to create that as it pertains to my life? And what are the, uh, what are the negative things I'll avoid? What are the painful things I'll avoid uh, if I create that, right? And that will establish emotional importance on your behalf. Um, down the road, you know, if you come be trained, we'll talk about other training tactics um, and techniques to really train and hone intuition. 
But the more you make this a lifestyle, you know, you, you, just, you just are consistently training and developing the capacity for intuition at a higher and higher and higher and higher level, um, the better you will become at creating and designing the person you want to become and, and the life you want to live and create. Uh, and it's just a matter of doing the right things with consistency over time. And so play with this, uh, see where we go with it, and we'll look forward to seeing you in uh, future sessions. Thanks for listening. For ongoing training like this, go to joeyklein.com forward slash blog. That's V-L-O-G. You can also find me at facebook.com forward slash joeyklein, I-M-S, and on Instagram at the real Joey Klein.